Welcome to the IMO Podcast. This is your MC Ho. If you haven't heard our last installment, episode 16, A King in the North with special guest D. Moore, you can find it on all major streaming platforms. Without further ado, here are your two hosts, DJ Oscord and Sundance Lee. Yo, yo. Yo, what up, man? What up? Chilling. So, how's, uh, how you feeling today? How's the day going? Sorry, right, man. I ain't doing too much, man. It, you know, it was raining earlier or half rain. Yeah, whatever you want to call it, like it rained for like twenty seconds. You know what I mean? Raining with the sun out, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what it was, bro. Like it was raining, and you were just looking over your shoulder, like, yo, what? Yeah, and then you get that that humid period where you're like, fuck, Mm -hmm. just too damn humid outside. And then the sun evaporates it in ten minutes, and it's back to normal. Then it's like a hundred hundred and ten tomorrow. Like, all right, just enough to dirty the car. I almost washed the car too. Yo, I almost washed my car today too, bro. Like I literally just was like, I was like, I need to go vacuum, get a little wash, just to, just to take care of it, you know. Yeah. And I'm just show some appreciation was, to it. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> show some love, <laughs> so I'm not neglecting it. It's just sitting in my driveway, you know what I mean? Just chilling there the whole time, all the time. It's like he don't take me out no more. Nope. He don't want to show me off. I'm saving gas and miles, yo. Hey, gas is slowly going up too. I've been running the AC. I'm cool with that, bro. I got some stock that I need to go up. So, <laughs> well, I tried to went down today, huh? Yeah, man, it dropped bad. It, it dropped earlier this week, man. I lost some money, but I don't damn. know. I don't know if I'm I'm comfortable with that yet. That was my fault, man. No, that was that was that was on me, man. I was I was playing options and I, function, I, I, I was up. Whole life savings in it, then I think. It no, 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 no. It was it was it was it was a it was a decent amount, and I went up too. Like, I, it was not a decent amount. Like, oh, it was. Fifteen two thousand dollars. Nah, it was nothing like that. But it was a it was it was a decent amount, so I could get an option. And you know, I watched the stock go up one day, and I should have sold. But I, I should have sold when I was up. But you know, it was just the market was doing so well. You know what I mean yeah. for so long. Like not even for so long. It was just progressing in the right direction. And literally, man, from Monday to Tuesday, it just bombed. And I was like, fudge. I was like, man. See, that's what I'm a little this afraid is, of. Like, Ugh. yeah, but then you know, well, I don't, I don't do options often. I don't, I don't, I don't. Options is like gambling, basically, for like you know what I can just tell you just off the back. It's yeah. just when you do when you do options, you're gambling. You're hope you're either gambling at the market of go down, or you're gambling that the the stock that you that you're optioning is going up. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're just taking your pick. You kind of do your research, see what's going on with that company, and you're like, "All right, is it going? It might, yo. I think it's going to go up today. They had some good news, got some good more cash flow, so on and so forth. All right, it's going to go up. So you buy some options for you buy an option for it, hoping that it goes up, and then you sell it. You know, when you start making a profit, you try to sell it at a at a at a uh, basically a bargain price with uh with another buyer. You don't know who the buyer is, but yeah, you, you know, should have uh, bought uh, should have bought Spotify with Joe Rogan. You know, I, I thought about it, man. That shit I, shot up. I thought about it. I thought about it. As soon as I read it, I was like, yeah, I, was, I really thought. But I wasn't doing options. Like, I wasn't. And I've only done options about three times because I don't do it often. That's not That's not my investment. Uh, that's not my investment style. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not I'm not trying to play the, I'm not trying to play the get quick, get get rich quick scheme. Real Not a scheme, but I'm not trying to be that guy to boom, boom. Because, you know, when you really into that, that day trading life, you know, or that um yeah you live you that really, shit you really live it you gotta mm-hmm. focus and you gotta you know and i know how to read all the stuff not not like an expert nowhere near not even at all 
um, but good enough to where I feel comfortable playing around with my own money. Um, yeah. You know, so I, you know, I took I took a chance and it paid off really well, like really well on one day. And then, you know, next day I woke up, I woke up getting ready to, uh, to take a look to see, you know, I was going to, I was, I was determined to sell as soon as the market opened. And as soon as the market opened, it was just terrible. And I was like, damn. Like, let me count this money. You had a date lined up. You're like, I got you. <laughs> pretty much, man. That's, it's pretty much how it went. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's cool, though. So I put another option in yesterday for the market to fail. So it, op- it opens, what, at 6 a.m.? 6 to 7.30. 9.30 Eastern. So, I mean, it opens up at. So we'll see. We'll you see know. what it looks like tomorrow. See if I can make some money back. But. Speaking but of, it's all it, it's all money I was willing to lose, so it's okay, not that. That's what I was about to say, yeah. Yeah. It kind of just like, oh, it's probably, I think you'd probably lose more money going to Vegas right away than actually Honestly, the stock yeah, market. bro. Like, I, I spent more money, more money in, in a, you know, in like, I think during this shutdown than I did in that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I get you. Like, like, in those two weeks, we were all going out. We kept going out shopping and all that stuff when it all first hit. Mm-hmm. Like, I spent more money in those two weeks than I did yesterday and all that stuff's gone i didn't even buy anything that i really needed yeah yeah speaking of of money uh what was uh who was doing that um damn i forgot his damn name six nine there you go he was doing that song with akon that locked up i'm locked up yeah and then i saw that and i was just like oh lord i was like why would he give him that beat i was like that's, i'm not saying that's a classic but we grew up listening that was that was like akon's like first hit yeah I'm like, yeah. you have Takashi ruin it. I'm like, ugh. Honestly, bro, that's like, though, I don't know how many songs people really like from Akon, but that's, I got that's like, probably I got like three it. I like, yeah, locked up. <laughs> there, um, what's that other one? The Lonely. I'm so lonely. Yeah, alone. Yeah. And then, the um, damn, that's that's a good point. I don't even know what the other one would be. Exactly, bro. Like, Akon doesn't have a complete album. He's not to me. I like his, yeah. I like his voice, and I think he's good to have on a feature. But outside of Locked Up, it Locked Up remix with uh Styles P. Yeah. And then, um, like you said, lonely. lonely. I mean, that, that's I that's guess really smack that, it. I guess, but I, that, I no, was, dude, because that song was trash you too. Don't like smack At that. least, no, dude, no. It's another Eminem that was, commercial hit, huh? You don't like those? It, I don't. I don't like his commercial <laughs> stuff. He's not a commercial. He's in my eyes, he's not a successful commercial but, rapper. But, I mean, like, he is because he has the fans right. number number wise, like you know, right. bringing in money. But as far as the stuff that I like commercially, nah, that's that's not his style. Like it's always the hidden tracks yeah. on the albums and stuff like that. Even Not Afraid wasn't one of my favorites. And he, he that, I mean, that was a good comeback one. And then I like Love the Way You Lie at first, but that shit got overplayed so much. Overplayed. And I think his last good, his last good one was Without Me. His last like commercial hit that was decent. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the last good one. No, but you imagine how much money Akon's gonna make. Yo, he, that's why he's a businessman. That's what people don't understand. This guy's got his own city in Africa. I know he doesn't get no props for that. What is he? How, well, he he provided, I think, over like two hundred thousand. It was a lot people with electricity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has let his me, own currency let me, over there. Let me too. see. Let me look it up. <laughs> Does he really? Yep. And then you know he founded uh, Lady Gaga. Um, and what's crazy is that T Pain found Akon. So T Pain's making decent money too, so that's why. Yeah, because that's why it's convict music, right? Yeah. Is it that? Is it that T Pain? Yeah, T Pain. Well, T P Pain. T P Pain. T Pain has Nappy Boy, and then uh, Akon has a uh, convict music. But uh, so like the the real quick story, I was watching the verses. Uh, I was obsessed with those shits. 
when T-Pain was going against Little John and, and uh, T-Pain played uh, I'm Sprung. And he gave like a quick story that that, that I'm Sprung was actually meant for Akon. Right? That was supposed to be Akon's first original hit, not Locked Up. And then Akon was like, I'm not making no songs for, I'm not making no no songs for women. Like, I'm not making that. And then, and then T-Pain's like, look, that's where the money's at. And Akon's like, I'm not doing that shit. So T-Pain ended up singing I'm Sprung and then that shit blew up. So then uh, the story goes, Akon went to the club, went to a strip club, and he saw he saw the strippers dancing. I'm sprung, and then Akon was like, "I need to start making, uh, I need to start making music for women." And then that's when he wrote, uh, "I want to, you know, I want to fuck you or I want to love you" by Snoop Dogg, because he saw a stripper dancing to "I'm Sprung," which was originally supposed to be his song. So he wrote, "I want to love you." That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I guess when you look at it, they kind of sound the same. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sure I, he should have took I'm Sprung. That's a classic. Well, maybe T-Pain made a classic. Who knows? But yeah, he's, mm. he's going yeah, to make some decent money off of well, that. No, yeah, he's Takashi not stupid, song. man. Yeah, because Takashi, he's just... Uh, he's trending. He's trending, and he's yeah. he's going to... Even though he's on house arrest and witness protection, he's still just... And he's snitching. He's still just doing the same stuff. Like, they got the best thing for it. I don't know. They're... There's nowhere he can go. There's nowhere he can go where somebody's not going to recognize him. So what's the point of being in witness protection outside of having bodyguards? Right. Well, he he. So he's like in half witness protection. They they wanted he wanted to the court wanted him to go into full witness, but he's like no because like he's someone to do have his career. So mm-hmm. he already moved like two houses and shit. If you kept up with like the social media, people were snitching him out where he lived. But the thing is, you know, he lives in a, a mansion, but he's not low key about it. He drives a he's got like three pink jeeps he's got like a a gold uh, lamborghini of course you're gonna get spotted no matter where you live so you know how are you gonna be low-key you know just not he's not being smart about it bro once once he gets off um once he gets off um what is it called house arrest bro Mm -hmm. he's gonna he's 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 probably gonna die somebody's gonna get him and i'm not i'm not even gonna care to be honest (laughs) yeah right no, no that's, I can't that's, lie, a, that's the thing too about rap. I remember, you know, when I first really started paying attention to rap, it was like uh, when I was in middle school, that's when 50 Cent was hitting and all that. And, you know, you didn't snitch back then. And I remember that's when Cameron gave that that uh, 60 Minutes interview and he was like, if I have a, he's like, if my neighbors are murdered, I'm not snitching, I'm just moving. And Anderson Cooper's like, you're not snitching on your neighbor if he's murdering people and you see him? He's like, nope, I'm just packing up and leaving. Like back then, hip hop was you don't snitch. You stay who you are. You stay, you know, thuggish. You, you, you don't, you don't snitch. And then now it's like, but that's stu- but that's also a stupid comment right, right, too, right? Because it, it, it is, but but you know, all these hip hop fans doing that, like, oh, you know, you don't snitch and this and that. Yeah, but no, but He's I agree an, though. It is stupid. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I remember when he said that. But that was, I was all like, okay, so somebody mess with your kids and they seen something, they don't say nothing. You are gonna be like, there's no way in his mind he gonna be like. Because the cops gonna be like, well, we can't we can't arrest anybody because we don't have no witnesses, and the two witnesses that we have, they don't want to snitch. He'd be like, there's no way Cameron's like, okay, that's cool, I respect that. Yeah, hell no. But your kid just got hit by a car on purpose yeah. or something like that. I mean, God yeah. forbid, I'm not trying to say that happened or anything, but right, no, I, I mean, you. you know, hypothetically, you know, it's it's wild. No, but, but that's I mean, some people live like that. Yeah, that I mean, they take it. They they literally that that mentality. They try to live that. I don't know if it's maybe how they grew up or just rap music in general. That's what I'm saying. Like back then, that was a thing. You don't snitch. It's all about being hardcore. And then now a rapper comes out and he's, he goes to jail and he snitches based, you know, on why he snitched. That's a different story. But he snitches. He comes out and then the hip hop community streams his song 
he's like the most streamed song or the fastest streamed song who actually beat out Eminem. Love the way you lie. And I mean, that's the fastest stream, uh, stream song on YouTube ever. And it's like, so what happened to this hip hop community where it was like, oh, you know, you got to be hard and shit. Now it's kind of making hip hop look bad. Like, well, this dude who's a snitch with rainbow hair, he's like not running the game, but he just got big because he snitched. You're like, think about it, though. Like, is anybody really care? The people who lived that generation and all that and came from that generation, they're all old heads. Yeah, true. Nobody Damn. cares. Nobody I'm cares. <laughs> nobody, but nobody, nobody, nobody cares what they have to say. Nobody, everybody puts on a front. Everybody yeah. that comes, every every rapper now, and they're and especially when they're young, they're like 18, 17, 19, they come and they be famous and whatnot. They want to say that, oh, I had this hard life or this is what I've been through and this is what I've seen. And honestly, when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, okay, liar. Yeah, honestly, even 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 to get money. Yeah, like even if you're even if you're telling the truth, like everybody lies so much nowadays just to fit in and be cool. Yeah, it's just like you're just lying to me. Like you, I mean, you ain't gotta. I mean, I'm nobody to them, but you ain't gotta prove nothing to me or say anything to me and try to prove it. Like if you want to say you did that, okay, cool. If it's true, it's true. In my eyes, it ain't it ain't the truth. Like you're lying, but it doesn't matter. It's just my opinion. Like honestly, like yeah, like at this point, just make good music. That's you know all it I mean? is. Like you, and, yeah, you know, that's it. Here. Let, let, let's, let's make good music and right. let the music speak for itself. Like, uh, yeah, I, um, I heard an interview with uh, Vince Staples. I don't know if it was a Joe Budden podcast. I love, I love Vince Staples, man. Or another one. I'll, I got to find it. I'll, I'll send it to y'all. And Vince he, Staples is um, probably one of my favorites. And he, he's legit. Like, he was legit a gang member. I don't know if you knew that, but, like, he legit. I didn't know that. He legit was. And he started breaking it. I think it was a Joe Budden podcast. He started breaking it down about how gangs work and when you go to someone's hood, what you need to do and this and that. And then even the people were like, oh, you need to chill. Like, why are you saying all this? Like, I'm just telling you, like, how the streets work. And I was I didn't even know Vince Staples was like that. He, he never talks. You know, he never boasts about that. But he's he lived it, though. He was on Joe Budden's podcast or Joe Rogan's? No, Joe. What did I say? Joe Rogan? No, I, I, Joe Budden. Yeah. So I, I say Joe like, Rogan? <laughs> yeah. I say Joe Rogan. I was like, there's no way. Unless I'm I foreshadowing. Mean, <laughs> Uh, right, because I, I was Joe Rogan I mean, switching it up since he's going to Spotify. I mean, Joe Rogan ha- has had everybody on there. I mean, he he's had Killer Mike on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. hey, Killer Mike's a good listen, man. I saw him on the Bill Maher show. He knows his shit. No, Bill, no, that's what I'm saying. Like Killer 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 Mike is super smart, super intelligent, and he cares about his community. I mean, yeah. Did you see the speech he gave? He's like, uh, when the the protesting started happening, he's like, I don't want to be up here because like, yeah. like, half of my family's in law enforcement. And like he almost started crying and shit. I was like, that's someone that really cares. Yeah, because he had like three people, three relatives, like his dad, his cousin, his brother, right? Yep, yep. And then, but that's what I was saying, bro. I was just, I liked when he said it too. He was like, stop burning down stuff. He was like, there's 50, he's like, there's 50 restaurants owned by, I think he said, uh, uh, he was like, there's 50 restaurants owned by uh, black people. Do not burn anything down. Don't yep. burn down your own stuff. He's like, and notice how I did not say people of color. I said black people. <laughs> and I started rolling. <laughs> because because people, because uh, every, I mean, to be honest, other groups try to do that. They try to, I mean, uh, they they jump on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Here's our chance. Let's switch it from black people to people of color. Like, no, this has nothing to do, like this cause right now has nothing to do with right. People of color. I mean, the, I mean, whether you agree or disagree, like to me, it doesn't seem like it's about people of color. It's about it's about uh, African Americans, Black folks in America. So mm-hmm. he was like, "Notice how I said 
black people and not people of color. <laughs> I died. I died, bro. Like I died. I died laughing because he was all like, because he was like half the women out of those fifty restaurants. I mean, half the people out of those fifty restaurants were women, uh, black women owners. Yeah. So, and he was telling, he's like, "Don't be burning down stuff." And then I was. That's why I tell people, I'm like, "Yo," I was like, "Y'all better stay strapped." Like I'm, I'm dead serious. Yeah. Like it is your legal right to carry, not to care. I mean, obviously you got to go, yeah, you got to go, go through, through the process. The process but still, like they, you, if you got nothing on your record, you're gonna get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's um, so everybody, and it's not a, it's not a thing when you, when you, when you carry, right? To just, to just carry. It's to um, you also have to, you also have to just continue to go too. You right. can't just, oh, I got it. Cool. Let's, all right. Let's, no, you got to learn right. the gun and how to shoot. No, you, you got to learn it. You got to yeah. get comfortable with it. You got to get comfortable drawing from your hip, drawing from your place of concealment, or if you like to open carry, yeah. drawing from your hip, your holster and all that stuff like that. And you got to get familiar with it. You got to get familiar with the trigger. You know what I mean? You like yeah. some people, that, and that's, and that's the issue. And most of the time when people have issues with weapons at home, it's because they, um, they don't. They buy it. They leave it at home, and they don't know what to do. And then they got kids running around. Yep. They don't keep everything separate. They don't have a safe for their gun, and then a safe for their ammunition. They just keep everything in one spot. This is ridiculous. Yep, irresponsible. Huh? It's irres. It's irresponsible, and it. And it is. It, well, the thing I, I think at that point, you know, you got kids. Don't even let them know. Know you have a gun. You know what I mean? No, you need to let them know. That's the. I think that's well, the well, dumbest thing in the world. Well, I think I think it depends on their age. I'm not gonna let my eight or nine year old know that I have a gun because then curiosity is gonna get them. Him or her. I I, I would t- I would teach if my eight or nine year old is mature enough, you'll be able to gauge that as a parent. Right, of course. And I I've I've gone shooting with families and I've watched their. I've walked into. I had a friend of mine, and you know they go hunting and everything, and you see you know their kills on the wall and stuff, and the biggest one wasn't from the dad or the older brothers it was from like their nine-year-old brother well it's 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 how you yeah uh, it's how you it's how you approach it yeah Um, that's a good point uh, there's another i think uh me and l when we went out um you know the lady was talking about how her kids are uh they're starting off on 22s because they don't have really much of a a a recoil and they kind of just feel like bb guns yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like you and it's just when when somebody knows it so much, I would go to my friend's house and he was like, You re- you ready to go shoot? And I'm like, Yeah, man, let's go. He grabbed the truck, we grab a he grab a couple uh couple of his uh firearms and uh, load them up, load up ammos, load up the skeet shoot for the shotgun, uh load load up standing targets, and we'd go out, you know, he owned some land and we'd go out into the desert and we would go and uh we would go take make make a couple hours of it, you know. We would yeah. We would, go, we would go shooting and stuff, and he would ask his little brothers and other brothers if they wanted to go. They were like, "Nah, man, we're just gonna play Xbox." Like because it's nothing. <laughs> they, because they because they 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 grew up in that environment. Yeah. Anybody, when it, I think I, I think in most situations, when kids have, when kids have, when there's an accident with uh, kids and firearms, it's a curiosity issue. Right, exactly. It's a, it's 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 a curiosity thing. It truly, to me, it truly is out of curiosity because they don't know what it is, or they see it on TV and they think it's a toy because they think it's cool, yeah. and you it nobody and, and and it's not explained to them. Nobody has to. You, your kids don't have to know where you keep your stuff, and that's why you have a safe. And you know what I mean. You can have a lock on your door. You're safe wherever the wherever the you're keeping your weapons. You can have a you can have a lock that you only have a key to, and then you have a safe. 
that you only know the combinations to and stuff like that. And then when you you make a thing of it, you can't have somebody scared of it. I mean, right. even as an adult, when even as an adult, when you first start, it's a little bit yeah, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit it's a little bit overwhelming, yeah. intimidating. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling L, uh, you know, we were just talking, you know, and I told him I was like, I'm not completely comfortable with an assault rifle. I mean, a shotgun, I'm fine. Pistol, like an assault. I mean, it, it's just a, it's just another gun, and you know, but I don't know. I guess just the handling of it, and it's just it's kind of that's kind of the unknown. You know what I mean? So I, I guess that's how the kids would approach it. And I guess if you want to get your kids, you know, familiar with guns, I guess your best way would just be a, a little aerosol, aer, aer, aerosol, aerosol gun, aerosoft gun, you know, get like a little BB gun. I mean, some of them look real as shit, too, and some of them can do da- damage, too. But you teach them how to be responsible with that. That'll go a long way as well. But I, I was just I was just more on the, the side of caution. Like, I wouldn't let them know personally because it's a huge responsibility having a gun. And. It's a huge responsibility, um, you know, taking care of a gun, owning a gun, just handling one. And when and if you're not mature mentally for that and you think it's just a toy or, you know, you see you see dudes in the movies holding two handguns sideways, shooting them, you know, you, you yeah. know, you play Call of Duty and it's just guns are like no big deal. Then you approach you approach uh, handling a gun differently than as if you realize like shit, this shit can kill someone like I can go to jail if I fire this shit and it hits someone. So I mean that's what I'm saying as far as as far as kids I would just I'm more on the side of caution but yeah you got to judge the maturity like you said and then don't don't hide them or seclude them from it because that makes it worse. So I guess yeah slowly ease them into it. Don't get me wrong and I don't have I don't have kids and you know but and by the time that I do I would I I think me personally I think I'll be well versed in um in firearms and I more than I am today to where that I'll have my own setup and it's going to be you know, it's going to be where everything's going to be where it needs to be. You know what I mean? And it's going to be tied up and safed up in a right way, but I'm not going to me personally. I mean, obviously I don't think I will wait. I don't think I will be like, um, eight or nine, possibly. Yes. Um, but like you said, you gotta like, you, like you said, you gotta, we, like we said earlier, you gotta judge it, see how things, see how your kids are and what they're capable of doing and if they can handle it. And doing it in a nice, secure device, uh, range environment to teach them and understand right. the responsibility of it and everything like that. And and I think but everyone yeah. should. I'll go with owning a gun. Everyone should should own a gun legally. Of course, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna promote illegal guns over here. But <laughs> everyone should should own a gun. Uh, we'll just say period. I mean, you, we live in a day and age where fist to fist doesn't get the job done anymore. No one fights that way. And you know, especially with what's going on in the world now. You know, it's specifically the United States. Um, you know, it's you have no excuse not to protect yourself because you never know what can happen. And you know, and you hear these you hear these stories on Dateline or YouTube or even movies. You know, where people get robbed, and you know, you, you know. Speaking of that, look up. Um, it's like a, I think it was on. I don't know if it was on Nukes Top Five, but it was like top uh, or top ten. I can't remember. It was top 10 um, doorbell cameras, like uh, scary doorbell cameras. And at least like six of them, you know, this, there was one in Florida. Granted, it's Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Two dudes showed up with just ARs. They showed up with assault yep. rifles, broad daylight, knocking on broad the door. Broad daylight. And then mm-hmm. the guy saw and he just spoke like, hey, I called the cops and they took off. But I mean, I mean, what if he would have answered the door? They would have blasted him. Yeah, you no, exactly. I mean? so it's, you know, that's what I'm saying. You know, everyone should own a gun and you should get familiar with it because it could it could come down to 
simple life, life or death. And if you say, well, I don't believe in guns, like, you know, I, I don't believe in guns either. I'm not a huge gun believer. But if there's a man that shows up to my house getting ready to kill my family with a gun, you know, you damn right, I'm going to believe in guns right then and there because I'm going to need one. So it, yeah. it's like you ever seen Alien versus Predator when uh, they're going down in that tunnel. It's an old ass movie. And the chick, she's loading up her gun and they're like, hey, we said no guns. And then, and then uh, the girl's like, I treat a gun like a condom. I'd rather, I'd rather need one and not have one. I don't know. I'd rather, I'd rather, um, what, how did she say? I'd rather oh. have one and not need one than need one and not have one. And I was like, yeah, that, <laughs> bro, that movie makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but who would do that? Who would go with some ancient civilization yeah, or that they found without some form of like weapons? I'd, we said no guns. I, you, I'm not going to come down here and shoot yeah, at bricks and walls. I was like, it's, it's somebody start acting up. They're going to get. And then she had two Desert Eagles, too. Yeah, like, I know. Okay. All right. <laughs> no. OK. All right. No, I was telling I was just, I was telling Elle, uh probably a few days ago. Um, well, I was telling Elle that Rico and I were discussing whenever uh, whenever we go visit Rico. Uh, of course, you're always welcome to Sundance. Uh, when we go, me and Rico are huge fucking ghosts and paranormal fanatics and shit. So Rico is telling me in Dallas, um, they got like, I think one's a bridge. That's a haunted bridge. People go missing. And then there's a lake where people go missing as well. And there's a lot of paranormal activity. So I was like, fuck it. Let's go. Like I'm down, I'm down to just go. I'm, you know, it's just, just to, just to see what it's like. I was like, but we're getting a fucking grade A flashlight. And I, I showed L that shit's fucking, it's, it's ridiculous. And then I was like, and we're going strapped. We're going with guns, even though, you know, it's paranormal, <laughs> but you never know. You don't know what the hell goes on around this, especially people go missing. You know, mm-hmm. you, that's what I'm saying. You got to, you, you got to, everyone should, I, I believe should own one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. I got to get my, uh, I got to get my light on it, attached to mine. Oh, that, oh you, on, on your, uh, your pistol. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I want, man. You know, I've always wondered, do, do the lasers actually help with your aim? I don't, I've never shot one with a laser though, but or is that more for like more for show? No, I don't think anything. That's tiff. it's more for show, huh? I, that, no, it's not. It, it 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 helps. I mean, it helps with your you know with your aiming, your targeting. I think most when when it comes to uh, guns, uh, maybe L can attest to this. When it comes to show, it's more about how you customize the build, right? Whether you whether you order a, a customized slider or grip or. Uh, or trigger you know what i mean that like you could customize those that's for the look you know what i mean right like you could you could take an all black glock and turn it to like some 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 high quality silver yeah, tone some, looking with some rambo you know I mean? gold gun and shit yeah like i mean that's 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 when you can i mean that's that's for the show everything else as far as the light attachment at the bottom um the the, uh, the optic the mm-hmm. scopes things like that man um those are all yeah those are all um those are all very uh needed i was looking into customizing mine but i don't think i am i think i'm gonna use uh keep it as you know stock like how it came and then you know you know further down line when i get my when i get another one i want to equip that one up and make that one look nice and yeah do things of that nature yeah just had no you know guns are guns are hard to find well they're slowly coming back but once this pandemic started guns were just flying flying so wish, ammo ammo is hard as hell to yeah, run right now too. i wish i was a gun owner i mean a, a gun shop owner man no yeah, banking did, you know they made bank man. yep no we i went with l uh when this about like a about a week or two after they shut down um the economy uh, you know apparently you know gun shops are essential so we went to a, a gun shop um 
excuse me, off the east side, and it was just, I forgot which one it was, but it was just wild there. And then a girl that worked there was even like, you know, she's like, are people thinking that, you know, everyone's going to turn to zombies if they get the virus? Because it, it was ridiculous in there. People were just buying left and right. It was it's, it's, it was madness. Well, people just think that people are going to act a fool. Yeah. We, we were talking about um, uh, Killer Mike, and uh, I, I wanted to go back to that because I forgot to uh, talk about his album. He put out an album. He has a group, uh, Run the Jewels. He has it with another another rapper. I forgot his name. Ah, he's a white dude. I don't and, know. Uh, ELP. There you go. E- e- EOP? ELP. ELP. That's, okay. uh, that's L's group right there. We, I love Run the Jewels, bro. Yeah. We're trying to go see him with um, Rage Against the Machine. They were touring. But the tickets were like crazy expensive, and then, and then you know the concert. I don't think the concert the concert wouldn't have happened either way because it was in May. So you know they're not doing any concerts for a while now. So I know, man, wouldn't I, spend the money. I bought a ticket to go to um, to go see Gary Clark Jr. in Dallas. Uh, me and Rico bought a ticket. It was like it was like grass tickets. It was like twenty five bucks. So, so I was like, I was like, he's. I was like, damn, I'm trying to go. He's like. He's like, I'm down. He's like, well, he's like, well, if you go, he's like, let me know, man. He was like, oh, um, he um, he was like, uh, um, he's like, you could crash here and whatnot. He was like, you know, whatever. You, he's like, you know, whatever. You got transportation. I got you, man. I was like, oh snap, all right, bet. So you know, I had I had got it. I bought it just to buy it because it was twenty five. It was twenty five dollars for lawn seats. I already saw him live like um, in Albuquerque, and I had got some uh, me and my mom. We had some good seats, but this time I was like, you know what? I'll go see him again, but I don't need to be as close. I was like, you know, I, this time I could. I go yeah. see it sit on the grass and whatnot, but then and then you know Rico hit me back. He's like, "Man, I bought some too, man, just in case." I was like, "Oh, all right, cool, bet." Do like, they refund y'all or they just? It's just ah, uh, probably not, bro. It's twenty five bucks that I can't even remember. So it's, damn, yeah, true. It's just gas. It money. was on. It, it was on Groupon too, I think. Oh, so okay. I don't even have like the information for all that. I'm just like whatever. Yeah, I see the run the jewels. Uh, I remember me and L were trying to get them. Well, L was trying to get them for me and him, and so um, you know, I, I'm not a huge online shopper. But he was buying the tickets online. I know you get in line. Uh, I guess you get in line online. The, that sounds funny. Yeah, the, yeah, the virtual queue. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, by the time I don't even remember what number. What number were we at? If you remember, I don't even. I don't even know. And uh, shit. I, don't, I think it was probably like in the thousands by the time oh, I logged on. That was like ten minutes before the actual on sale happened. Wow. Damn. And yeah once the on sale happened you started to wait until everybody bought their tickets or you got down to the queue and you were next and all that was left was the the charity ones they were like 350 a seat oh my yeah, god and, and you know and I, i'm a huge rage against the not huge but i was growing up rage against the machine you know my friends and they were always so i'd go over the house they were always blasting rage against the machine and they even came out in the matrix and I, they were they were i just remember they were like the first rock group next to godsmack that i actually was like this shit goes hard well and i didn't say that as a kid but i was like this this is the this is this is legit rock so i was excited and then again killer mike you know run the jewels but you know that's just too much money and then if we would have bought them would have been a waste because we couldn't even go now so but yeah like i was saying he's got a new album out uh run the jewels four um he's got some pretty pretty good songs on there it actually reflects um, what America's going through right now. He released it at a perfect time. I think he actually pushed the release date up um, for the album because of what's going on. And uh, again, uh, I'll shout out. We got a playlist on Spotify. It's called IMO Hits. Uh, uh, it's it's um, I got it on the Instagram page. It's going to be a little bubble that says uh, podcast playlist. You can go ahead and, and click that. That's updated 
about five to ten business days. So uh, now we update the, <laughs> <laughs> we update the play uh, we update the playlist about every week. Uh, I, uh, on the, the, this week's playlist, we got some uh, some music that that's fitting for what's going on right now. So if y'all want to go ahead and check that out, and then you know, like I said, it's updated weekly, so we'll go ahead and throw some of the the run the jewels on there. Actually, there might be a run the jewels on there right now, but yeah, just go ahead and give it a listen. Yeah, I love Run the Jewels, man. Uh, they make great music, man. That's yeah. how I started listening to them too. It was Run the Jewels first, and then I started looking up who they were, and I saw a lot of interviews with Killer Mike, and I was like, man, this man's very intelligent. Yeah, he's an activist too, and everything. He's, you know, and I only knew Killer Mike from uh, Adidas. I don't know if y'all remember that song. It's a, uh, you know, Adidas originally stands for Every Day I Dream About Sports, but you know, he flipped it. Every Day I Dream About, you know, you know, Dream About Sex. So you know, I was a little kid when I heard that, and I was like, wow. <laughs> so, I always, yeah. so i always remembered him for that and then you know he came out with run the jewels uh actually l introduced me to him because i heard about him but i never really gave him a listen and yeah they were they were pretty legit so you know and he can spit too so yeah i, I liked it i was i'm listening to uh big chris new album right now trying to get through it <laughs> you trying <laughs> yeah it's bro a, it's like it's lengthy, it's a man. weekly thing it's a, it's a, yeah dude yeah. it's I, I like I love him, it, man. man. I love it. Yeah, he's got quality. He's got quality music, and he makes he makes rap music, but sometimes it's just a little bit more. Like uh, you can hear, like um, um, ah, uh, what's the name of that one? That the it's it's the it's the devil one. Oh man, I'm always forget the damn damn names of the songs. Uh, let me pull this up real quick. But yeah, his his albums are are pretty lengthy, but I like them because they're quality. No, you know, yeah, it's all put, yeah. Out. He's not just putting yeah. out uh just you know just trashes to make an album. I mean, there was a couple I didn't like. There's like there's like four oh, yeah. I could I could have did without. And I was like, ah. Yeah, it's called "Keep the Devil Off Me." That's a rap song, but it's kind of like a it's kind of oh, like, like a gospel song, kind of a little bit. But yeah, that's the one. It's like keep you got to keep the devil. Yeah, you're right. It's got a little yeah, choir in the back and shit. Yeah, that one goes pretty hard. No, but uh, his last album I like with uh, Curtis here. He had some, no, I like uh, it. Yeah, he had some some good ones on there. I like it, man. I think Def Jam did him dirty early on in his career, yeah. right? Yep. When he first got signed, they just sat on him for like, they sat on him for a minute without having him tour or anything. Yeah, but that's, what that, that's when he was I, releasing I can't mixtapes. I, yeah, I can't, I can't remember what the whole thing was, but I, I, I can remember, you know, coming around a couple interviews and not even him specifically, just other people talking about how, they, you know, they, they had crit. I mean, they were pushing logic before they were pushing crit. And I was like, yeah. man, y'all, y'all wild for that. And I was logic. a big, I was a big Logic fan. He felt me that too, bro. Lot, but... Remember, we were we were waiting for like when his first album came out, and yeah. then we would talk about his first album and all his mixtapes. Yeah. And then every time his album came out, he got progressively worse. worse. <laughs> yeah. progressively and then he went on that like worse. I'm half black, half white, and he just complained about that. And I'm like, oh, he complained, he complained right, so much, bro. And yeah. you know it's funny, and, and I and I thought it was just me. I thought it was just me that was hearing it, but then you were like, yeah. And then um. And then I would come into other people. We talk about music. We talk about hip hop. And then we were talking about, uh, you know, bring up Logic. I'm like, man, I used to love Logic. And then the other person I'd be talking to, they'd be like, yeah, man, he complains too much now. And I was like, all right, cool. I was like, all right, I ain't going <laughs> it's crazy. Understood. I, was, I was like, all right. I was like, I thought it was just me. Like, I thought I was just not liking him anymore. But I was like, okay, I knew there was a reason. I felt like he was just, I don't know, man. He's just, I don't yeah. know. No, I, yeah, I, I, was, I was all up on him too. And then I think. He just started complaining because he could spit too and he could flow, but it was I just. Think that was, I, th I think that was just. I think that's like the the on the outside looking in. I don't know. I'm not trying to just an outside perspective. It just seems like the person that like that that the ultimate 
personification of, uh, I guess, wanting to be accepted of acceptance mm-hmm. of wanting acceptance, I guess, if that makes sense. Like no, he no, just that does. wanted to fit into the, I don't know if it, he wanted to be accepted by the black community, but I don't know if people weren't accepting him because he's, he looks, he has like black features, but he looks white. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe his facial features look a little like, okay, he's not white, but he, he looks white. And you know he still has a few songs. He still has a few songs that I like, even on the newer stuff. But yeah, I love this supermarket overall. album. Yeah, that was see that was that one wasn't rap. He was he, he was promoting it for his book. It was like a soundtrack but to that his was, book. But that was that was smart. I, that was just a good. I was like, yo, this is. I was like, yo, this is good, man. I was like, this is. I'm enjoying this, and it was right. a break from like like we said, like the repeated annoyance and my to my ears at least. Right. Um. So it was. I I, I love that supermarket. I still listen to it. And I still listen to his old stuff. It's just, and I listen to his new stuff, trying to get a feel, seeing if he's getting back around to you know old him. But you know, it's just. Yeah. I mean, a couple of his features, you know, with Joyner Lucas and yeah, that one, I liked ISIS. That was a good one. Yeah, ISIS was good. You know, every everything was. You know, Joiner's Joiner's probably my top right now. Him and Crit for sure. Yeah. No, and then like uh, I, I you know I like Crit's uh, his I've always liked his albums, but his mixtapes I think are just another level. Like uh, he's th- there. Those are probably some of the most underrated mixtapes. Like Hometown Hero, if y'all haven't heard that one, he sampled Adele, and that was like that's the song that made me a fan. What actually made me a fan of Crit is actually we went to a Neon Desert. I went with L. Um. And uh, and big Crit was there performing. Too, yeah, yeah, we met we met up with you unknowingly. You know, we just came across like, oh shit. Yeah. And and yeah, and uh, I was gonna play. I was gonna get you. Don't worry, Sundance. Don't worry. I was gonna get you. I was gonna leave you out. I was gonna try try to connect the little story. And um and yeah, so we were there, and I remember we it was so crowded. We stood up. I stood like on the side of the fence. I remember I even messed up my my fresh pair of Nikes, my ones. No, I'm just playing. No, but I messed up my <laughs> I messed up my Nikes on the fence because yeah. I was I was standing on it and you know I was like I knew I knew Crit like uh he, that's when Catalactica came out and uh I just remember yeah. he was like uh, uh I forgot he goes uh what's your rap for or you know that song I think it was Catalactica. What you think actually. a real dude rap for? Yeah, there you go. I can put you in a rap for. <laughs> yeah, where he just went off and then um and so you know so he started rapping and I was like all right and then he just started going in live and I was like all right I really I really have to check him out so his live performance actually made me a fan which is rare nowadays. Especially I, in rap, because live isn't the best thing for rap. So. No, it's not at all. I would never, honestly, um, you unless it's uh, J Cole, Jay Z, and they be, and that's because they use live bands. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Kanye, Drake, Tory Lanez um, would probably, as far as the artists I like, I mean, uh, they probably put on a good show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I went to that one. Yeah, I was crick because that was when uh, what you call it was on stage two. Uh, he was on stage before uh, Cypress Hill. Yeah, that was, uh, that, that I think was it was Cy- Cypress. I think so. Yeah, that's the Cypress one Hill. we saw Cole together uh, too. The Cole was the headliner. Yeah, Jay bro, Cole. we got super close. Too. Yeah, we did. That was a good concert, and he wasn't. He was like a last minute. They added him like I think two weeks before mm-hmm. uh, it actually started. Yeah, but that yeah, was a, that was a good overall lineup. Like for the whole thing, yeah, and they had Cas- Cascade and yeah, uh, all these other people. Yeah, as far as top five, I'd put. Uh, I'd probably go Cole. Was my my top five right now? Not overall. Overall, that's a that's a that's a long story. I go Cole, Crit. Uh, I go Tory. I think Tory's top five right now. He do puts out an R and B album, Chicks Tape, Chicks Tape five, and then or six. I'm sorry, and then he comes back with um, Toronto three, which is another mixtape. But he just starts. He 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 can rap. I mean, mm-hmm. if if for you, sure, if you guys think you just know him as you know the 
the the Tory of the you know the pop pop Tory. You know, but I no, still think Joiner got him though. Oh yeah, you know Joiner's Joiner's top notch. Joiner's also on there, and then I put JID. JID's Jid, pretty underrated. Yeah. Underrated too. He can. JID JID is good. Um, Tory J Cole Joiner. I want to say Kendrick, but Kendrick hasn't put anything out in what like three years now, four years. Well, it's been like four years, man. And mm-hmm. honestly, and if he doesn't come back with something soonish, just phenom- ph- not even that. If you just don't come back with something phenomenal, he's trying to do that Frank Ocean thing. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. but you know what? I also don't. I mean, we don't know what he's doing in the lab, right? We don't know what he's doing. Right. I heard uh, he's doing a rock album, but I don't know. You know, everyone says that. I don't done. know. I don't know. That's what they're saying. But people don't know how. To, like, you don't have to do a rock album. Do a live album. You know what I mean? Right. I do a live album with like a live band, like yeah. a, a live instruments. Don't have anybody produce it. Like have, get a band together and have them put together some stuff. Right. You know what I mean? And then you could travel around with them and just have them blow. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, exactly. Put on an actual legit rap show in a, in a musician show. Yeah, man. Like, um, like I still, I still think probably one of the best bands to see live as far as performance wise, uh, I still like one of the best live bands that I've least watched on like YouTube and uh, their live, you know, sometimes like audience will put on their live shows and stuff like that. It's honestly the Dave Matthews band, yo. Oh yeah. They, bro. They my, get my dad down, actually man. saw them. They opened for the, the stones when they came down and, and uh, my dad said that's the, they had a violinist touring with them. I don't yeah, know if he's part of the band or he was just, they added them, but my dad said, He's never heard a violinist like that ever. Is it the tall black dude with yeah, dreads? Yeah. yeah. No, he's in the band, bro. Like oh, he's, he's in the band. Yeah. He told me he band. killed it. And so, you know, you know, Dave it's Matthews the violinist. Some, yeah. It's the, it's the violinist, the drummer, the saxophonist, the bass player, and then the, the keyboardist. Yeah. And then yeah, what, uh, Dave Matthews, he plays, he plays, um, acoustic, acoustic. Guitar. There you go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, man, they got some slow music. They even got some, like, why would you say? And then I think their most famous one is Crash or Cr- Crash. Yeah. Crush. Crush. There you go. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I mean, they, they're just overall a good band. They haven't put out music in a while, but they're overall a good band. Nah, they put out an album, I think, this past year, oh, 19. I'm not talking mm-hmm. shit. I don't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to, I mean, they're, they're just, they're just past their prime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, and, but, and, you know, they're just not big to, to be honest, to the minority population, unless right. you, unless you play like live instruments and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. I think if you you kind of when you start playing instruments, you just start looking up people who play your instrument and starts leading you to different genres and stuff like that. You right. know what I mean? But I mean, I but b- before I started playing anything, I always listened to uh, musicians like that and stuff. It was always fun. But yeah, Dave Matthew Band, like, I was I was listening to him live again. And I was like, man, sh-. I was like, they get down, man. Like yeah. they just. And it's Easily. funny. It, they're they're the perfect example of no one really stands out, but they just sound amazing together. Yes, you know exactly. I mean? They all get their time to shine because Dave Matthews doesn't even he doesn't solo or anything like that's not his that's not his thing. He's not a he's not a, a John Mayer where halfway through his performance he'll start breaking it down with a clean, smooth solo, yeah. or you know he's not slash to get his moment. Right. You know, all these, you know what I mean? Like right. all these, uh, like or Gary Clark Jr. would break down a solo in each song. Nah, it's not like that. They just they just complete like no like you said nobody stands out. It's but together, them bull, they, yo, they get down. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll throw some songs in the playlist, um, so people can hear them because people need to. That's just that's just good overall music. That's just good music, man. Well put together, I, musicians. I, I, right, that's good music. You know, you you can basically listen to in the car, 
you know, when you come home and you're cooking, that's even when you're barbecuing, you're grilling, you got a little get together. You can have even have that music playing in the back and it just sounds, it mm-hmm. fits perfectly. It just fits good, man. You know, with, with what's going on, you know, if, if Kendrick and Jay Cole don't come out Super Saiyan on their next albums <laughs> with what's going on, they better come out with something because they're, they're getting, they're getting, they're getting quality, uh, uh, time they, yeah exactly they're getting quality time and they're getting quality resources right now because there's a lot of shit going on that they've been speaking about yep, for a and while a, this is their hyperbolic time chamber moment man they get, <laughs> exactly. they get a they get a they get a they get a whole year in a in a couple months of of training to come out with some fire bro like come on now there's, that's exactly what it is bro they right. they just go ghost for like two months three months however long this is going on and they get like a whole year and a half of work done yep they better come out super sane or they better fuse together and come out with that that collab album dragon One ball of the two. has never been more relevant than yeah, it is no right shit. now like <laughs> it's crazy too when, when i was watching when we were watching dragon ball z we were kids and you know it was hard to find a shirt of dragon ball z it was hard to even find the episodes you know it just came out on toonami you know yeah. but i remember it was so hard and now it's like they're everywhere, and everyone's Bro. wearing Dragon Ball Z. And now, now I'm old as shit, and I can't be wearing no Dragon. I mean, I can wear a Dragon Ball Z shirt if I want to, but Bro, it makes me mad. Club with a, a Super Saiyan three Goku on me, you know what I mean? <laughs> nah, but that like that like makes me mad a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like it just because I I don't because you know like I'm a true fan of just anime in general. You know what I mean? I don't I don't read the mangas, but I watch the shows. Right. You know what I mean? And. You know, you know us. Me, me and Rico would be going off in oh, a group yeah. chat all the time about some new anime or yeah. whatever. I mean, L put me on a couple that I had to binge watch because you know I was there was a time period in my life where I didn't watch any anime. Like I was going off of L, and then I was hitting my boy Jay up, and he was like, "Yo, man, you know me and Jay would we would kind of you know like 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 you know 2016. You know, you know he hit me with a couple Johns to watch. I'm like, "Yo, watch this, watch this." I'm like, "All right, bet," and I would watch it. And then, but then there was like between that time, like maybe through high school all the way, you know, for, through like early college and all the way up until like 2016, there was a lot of stuff that I went, you know, lapsed through. Like I just forgot yeah. about. So, you know, everybody was putting me on and I was binge watching like through the second half of uh, the year. And then even through, uh, I caught up with a lot. I was like, yo, this John's dope. Yeah, you knocked out it. Avatar in what? Th- I mean, you rewatched Avatar in what? Two days or three days? What'd you I, say, bro? I, as soon as it popped up on Netflix, bro, <laughs> I sat down, and I pressed play, and I watched it in about a week, man. Not even, <laughs> not even, bro, because it's only like it's like twenty episodes a piece, and it was um, what was it? Uh, twenty episodes a season. There's only three seasons, bro. I sat there. I don't know how much time I wasted on. I wasted <laughs> not to me, but yeah, no, I know I, I put I, I put my time in there because it just takes you. It just brings you back to a simpler time, man. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like. Dang, I remember I used to come home and just watch Avatar. Yeah, not like a care in the just, world. Not a care in the world. Yeah. And and even now, even now, sometimes like, you know, when when I was watching it, it was all like, why do I care about like what's going on outside my door? Yeah. Not that I should not that I shouldn't. No, no, I get you though. But it, it's it's so distant and far from me. And maybe that's there's a disconnect there. But when I'm I'm sitting there watching it, it's a simpler life. And then I go to my mom's to just go hang out with my mom for a couple of hours. And me and my mom are watching it. You yeah. know what I mean? No, like, I and then, we're, then, then we're watching. It's like it's just a simpler time. Like I'm over here worried about everything else. You know, that's what I said like last time on the uh, on the last episode. As I like, I was like, why why ain't I just worried about my backyard yet? You know what I mean? Like yeah. why don't I worry about what's going on here? Make sure all that's right. Not that anything's wrong, but 
No, I'm I worried you. about I'm about worried about everything in front of me right now with some things that I agree with, some things that I don't agree with. And I'm sitting here like, you know what, man, I got I got my family. We're healthy right now. Everybody's doing well. Yeah. And I was like, why not just focus on this? And that's yeah. what that's what the avatar when I was watching it brought me back to those those simple times, man. And mm. I was just like, yo, this show is it, it put, this show is legendary, man. It, it put your priorities together. And then I always believe too, you always gotta you always gotta remain a kid at heart. I'm not saying still, you know, act like a kid as you get older, but you always got to have that one thing, you know, that, yeah. you know, that you still maybe it's playing video games. Maybe it's watching anime. Shit, yeah. Maybe it's even coloring. You know, some people still felt, coloring, coloring, but, yeah. but you still got to have that kid inside of you because, you know, you, you don't want to you don't want to get old and become bitter. And, you know, yeah. you, you, there's no fun. You you have no fun within yourself and you have no fun to offer people. Yeah. I mean, I was watching that. Um, I was watching that show. I watch it. Me and my mom watch it. We love that show. It's uh, the Queer Eye show, the joint on Netflix. Yeah, you showed me that shit and I was yeah. dogging you for the longest time. <laughs> and I watched it and I was like, oh, I think we watched like three episodes back to back and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? But this, it was a good ass show though. <laughs> bro, it's a good show, bro. I've been watching it since it came out. I was like, what is this? And my mom was all like, and I remember, I think I was living with my mom. But, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I think we were just over there. I was like, oh, what the heck is Queer Eye? She was like, was it that a show? And I guess it was a, it's a remake of, you know, not a remake. It was just, you know, it's yeah, just different versions, yeah. different version of what it used to be back in, I think, the 90s or the early two late. I think the early 2000s, there was the same show, just different people. And then Netflix brought it back. So me and my mom would watch it. And I, now every time it comes on, I watch it, bro. It's just dope, man. It's just cool, man. They go out there and help people and people yeah. you find you see people that are just you see people that are just insecure and not confident in themselves and. Yeah, just, and I get you. Just, and and that, that's that thing, like you said, way back when when we first started this, is like, yo, does anybody ever ask somebody how they are? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but and it goes to that simple thing, like there. And they did one season, like four episodes in Japan, right? Oh, and you shit. know the, the the culture is just different, right? The oh, culture yeah, way is it's, it's just different. And they had this one dude. I felt bad, man. I just felt bad because he was like, he went like they took him to go shopping and whatnot for like clothes. Mm-hmm. My boy Tan right there, man. He took him out to go shopping to get him, you know, get him new wardrobe. And he was like, so what, what do you, he's like, what, what do you see yourself in? Like, what do you, you know, he, he asked their opinion before he styles them. He's like, you know, what do you see yourself in? Like, how do you, you know, how do you feel and stuff like that? Like, what do you think would you, with something you would wear? What's your look, your ideal look? And then he started pointing out like colors, like brighter, because he would go to work like every day in like dark colors. And he started pointing out like, you know, he's married too. So, you know, he's, um, he's pointing out like, you know, light light colors brighter colors and he's like i didn't i wouldn't expect that blah 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 and he, you know he's asking him he's talking about what made you decide to pick all this and he literally goes like you said being a kid at heart he um i think he uh, you know the japanese dude was just talking about when he was younger he used to draw not even younger even in his early 20s i believe like you know he would just he would draw a lot he would make music he would play music and he was basically saying those colors the styles that he were that he was picking for his outfits and what re- represent who he really was. But it got to a point to where it was like, let me be an adult. Let me just go to work, come home. And that's it. And be with my wife. We'll go to work, come home. And that's it. And kind of just be a robot. And he was saying, he, he was expressing how he was, cause he, you know, I, I guess I'm not too sure how the culture is, you know, but I guess, you know, they're kind of, you know, go to work, go home, be a little more conservative. Very robotic Uh, kind of, in a sense. Yeah, in a sense, right? Like, you know, being conservative about just ideals, appearances, and things like that. I guess that's just the culture, I'm assuming, from what, you know, that's what they talk about in the episode, too. I'm not trying to stereotype anything, but that's what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and he was just, like, saying that these colors were kind of representing who he was when he was younger, you know? He was just more, 
just free you know what i mean like he was just free to like make music without worrying about anybody's opinion and play you know draw and do all this stuff and it was it was just it was wild and it was wild but like you said like being a kid at heart is like something you got a whole tone you got a hobby that you've been doing forever just because you got to grow up and have a job and do this doesn't mean that you can't um that you can't still hold on to your hobby like right i'm you know what i mean like i'm i still watch anime like i watch right. documentaries I read books. Like I tell y'all what type of books I'm reading or what articles I've been reading. And they're all, you know, either political or they're analytical, they're, they're research papers or, you know, subject matter on different subject matters. And then I'm all, and then I get to a point to where, all right, I'm gonna watch some anime today. I'm gonna right. catch up on, I'm gonna catch up on all my anime. And you know what I mean? And that's what I like, you know, all of us get together and, you know, we, we go in on the politics and our point of views. And then, you know, all it takes is someone to bring up like, Oh, you know, I uh, I feel Dragon Ball Z's uh, being uh, I feel Dragon Ball Z is overrated now because everyone watches it, and then from there, then it just completely flips, and our inner kid comes out, and all of us just start going at it like, no, you know, what I mean, like you had that <laughs> Billy Madison with arguing who's what's a better video game, Donkey Kong or uh, or Mortal Kombat, you know, and that's exactly what it turns into, you know, you're just just the the, the kid at heart comes out in you, and that's always kind of refreshing, especially as you get older, the more shit happens in life, and the more shit that happens to you or, or the more shit life gives you, you kind of, you like kind of, that kid kind of diminishes in you. But if you keep that close, you know, then you'll be just fine. Yeah. And it's cool, man. Cause you know, like, um, and I think you got to surround you. You got to surround yourself with people that know that, that right. know you. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like, um, uh, I think one time my boy, we were at like, I think we were at a house party or something. And my boy was trying to remember some, uh, he was trying to wear like a plot line, a storyline to like a Marvel character or something like that. And they were like, argue, it wasn't really serious. You know, it wasn't some, but you know, he was like, he was like, yo, Sundance. You know what I mean? He was like, what's that one dude from that one character, blah, blah, blah. Like just gave me very vague details. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, you talking about him. And then everybody was like, yo, what the hell? He's like, I knew you would knew. He's like, I knew you would know. He's like, I, he's like, that's why I asked you. Cause I knew you would know, but you know what I mean? Like, right. it's not like, like I said, with, like, you know, with the, uh, the Japanese dude that was kind of conservative, like not himself that was not living his true self. You know what I mean? Like, I don't hang around with anybody like that. You know right, what I mean? Right, like right. everybody knows what I'm into for the most part. Right. And, and everybody knows what to, and that's why somebody like, yo man, well, where's Corey at? Oh, everybody knows Marvel movies. I was out there. Superhero movies. I'm yep. out there. Movies in general. I'm out there. Yep. You know, what I, mean? I love all movies. I love all types of movies. Um, so everybody knows, you know, but like you go to the movies by yourself sometimes. Like, yeah, I'm not waiting on anybody. I ain't got time. Like, what? Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, bro. I've told you, bro. Like, there's plenty of times you're like, I'm like, yo, let's go watch the movie. Like, yeah, man, let's go Friday. I'm like, bro, it's been out for a week already. I'm going. Like, <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, you're like, yeah, let's go to the movies, man. And I was like, yeah, let's go Friday. You're like, it's Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to see this movie. Like, and I got to wait. I got to wait another five days. Nah, bro, not happening. I take I take my ass and go by myself. Buy my big ass pop popcorn. <laughs> Yeah, no. a lot of people. Uh, that that's my advice to people. Like, if you're, I mean, I guess if you're single, I guess, um, or even if you're not, to be honest, like if you know you're busy mm -hmm. and your 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 wife or your your wife or boyfriend is uh somewhere. I mean, if everything anything ever gets back to normal, I would tell people to try. Like, go if you like if you enjoy watching movies, like go during the day when you off and when you by yourself and go watch a movie. Yep. 
Like I, I, I enjoy it personally. And then I don't talk that much. You know what I mean? Black people get around other black people. We just be, we be, we ask too many questions in the movie theaters, man. We be annoying people. And then you miss half the movie. What'd he say? <laughs> uh, speaking of anime, I need to get back on that Yu Haku show. So let me go ahead and get started on that. This is another light episode. This is a light episode. It was needed. Yeah. You know, all the craziness going on around us. But uh, yeah, let me get on that Yuhaku show. I need to finish that so I can catch up on on the an- yeah, on the newer animes. Hey, yeah, that's a good early one. Two thousands. Hey, yo, L. Um, I went back and like I did. I, you know, I don't I don't rewatch shows. I don't rewatch TV. I don't I don't re read books. If I need a refresher, I kind of like go look at the synopsis or look at a chapter synopsis or you know summary just to refresh my memory. Like I just I don't even if I rewatch a movie at the house, I'm pretty much skimming through it. Yeah, but um. But I went back and I did a recap of Yu Yu Hakusho like on YouTube. I was like, you know, an anime, whatever, bro. And it didn't end the way I thought it ended, dude. Oh, really? I like I I I'll, I'll see if I can send it to you. But it was like ten minutes, and they go through the whole storyline, and then when it, it, everything everything we talked about for happening, and then at the end, I'm all like, hold up, I don't remember that part. And then I'm thinking it to myself, I'm like, did I even finish this? Like, cause <laughs> cause after. After the Demon World Saga, you know, they, it just, it, he just, it wasn't that much more. They Like, he went over a couple more sequences, but then I was just sitting there and I was like, hold up. I don't remember this. I thought this. So, it, hey, honestly, that's happened to me, like, too many times. Like, I'll rewatch some of the animes that we watched as a kid, like Dragon Ball. Uh, like, for me, it was Hunter Hunter. Hunter Hunter. And, yeah, some, some of the episodes, like, like, like. Man, I haven't watched this in so long. I don't remember this at all. Yeah, no, dude. Or, or even worse, like Dragon Ball Z. I was watching Cell Games, and I was like, they talk this much. I was like, I don't remember them talking this much. <laughs> it's like, like an episode and a half down, they're still talking. <laughs> I know it's like four episodes. Yeah, bro. Get fighting. Bro, that's that. Yo, that that's a hundred percent Dragon Ball Z, though, man. <laughs> yeah, for real. And and that's what I told. I told. I was talking to my boy Jay, man, and we were, and I was like, you know what, Dragon Ball Z is in its own column as far as mainstreaming anime. Um, I was like oh, Dragon yeah. Ball, Dragon Ball in general, even just Dragon Ball. I was like, it's yeah. so in its own column. I was like, it set the standard on what to do and what not to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like as far as the over dialogue, the long episodes, the filler episodes, I was like, they, everybody's like, all right, we can't do that. That's too much. A lot of people don't like that in Dragon Ball Z, so we're not gonna put that in our manga or our anime, right? Right. And then with um. But then they see like, okay, Goku, he's funny, he's a clown, he's geeky. But yo, when stuff pops off, yo, don't mess with him, right? Right. So you see a lot of the 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 archetypes in these 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 um these uh anime, they kind of resemble Goku's hero uh characteristics, and then they got a like a Vegeta type character. But one thing I like about the newer animes, and I'm, this is my last thing I'm gonna say, uh, the one thing I like about the newer animes that they learn from Dragon Ball Z is that they don't um that they allow they let the other characters shine and that's that's one thing i like is like they they do have their main protagonist but you see the you see the supporting characters have their episodes and have their moments throughout the series where they go off and you just know when it comes down to the big bad you know who's going to be the one but throughout the whole series everybody's getting a everybody's getting their 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 flowers, you know what I mean. Everybody's right. getting their just desserts, and that's what I like about the newer animes. Yep, yeah. No, I, you know, I, I need to get on those. Like I said, I still need to get on Yu Yu. So let me go ahead and finish that. 
So I think I might get a season down. So again, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, before the episode ends, I'm going to give, we want to give L his props. He really did. uh, He did his work, his magic on the audio for the last episode. Yeah, you really, really did, guys. Round of applause. I can do a round of applause on all this work. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, Yeah, that was, yeah, it it came out really good because when we first got it back, yeah, L wasn't on the, he wasn't uh, he wasn't he behind was the super busy. He wasn't behind the keys yep. in the last episode. So, you know, we were kind of just trying to continue the content. He was busy with a lot of stuff on his yeah. plate. So we were trying to we were trying to keep it rolling. And, you know, you know, we just weren't up to par. Right. We got it back. It wasn't that great. But then once we gave it to L, he mixed it down and got the sound as good as it could get versus yeah if you if y'all hear the the rough draft whoo yeah man we wouldn't have posted that for sure (laughs) nope so but yeah l did his thing so i appreciate it l much love too so again thanks for listening um all praise be to god and until next time stay strapped y'all we out